Okay, so today we're talking about should you, can you be friends with your staff when you're in a leadership position? What's the friend dynamic there? And I want to start it off with a quote from somebody I look up to, Michael Scott from The Office. And he has a quote that goes like this. Do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked. But it's not like compulsive need to be liked, like my need to be praised. And that's where we go. Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. On this show, I help new managers become more confident leaders, and I do this with no nonsense sense, if that makes any sense. And assuming it does, get your coffee because the show is starting. Okay, welcome to episode 10, I believe we're at. And the question has come across my desk, across my platform. Should I or can I be friends with the team that I manage? This is a conflict that I want to say every manager, every leader at some point in the career has asked. This is the question they ask. How friendly is too friendly? And that's where I'm going to start. First of all, can you be friends with people? Of course. Now, if you're starting a new job, you do not know anybody. I want you to lean hard into being friendly, not trying to make best friends. You need to understand that you were hired to do a job. You weren't hired to make friends. Now, some people, before you jump on this, some people twist that to say, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to do the job. And they will be more cutthroat and they have no care for the team. And that will get you murdered at work. Not literally, but figuratively. It is not going to help your career. What you need to understand is that you were hired to lead a team. Sometimes people's feelings are going to get hurt by decisions you've made. If you are not focused on being their friend, but you're focused on being friendly and making sure the job gets done, it becomes much easier for you to do your job and for them to do their job. It's actually a blessing for them if you do not become like best friends, besties for life. Now, that's not to say that you don't get to know your team. You want to have one-on-one -on -one meetings. You want to have casual discussions about what's going on in their lives. You want to know personal stuff. And you want to be able to share some personal stuff about yourself, your hobbies, your interests, things that, you know, are, uh, excite you. That kind of, I don't want to call it surface level. Let's say it's a, it's a notch under surface level. But that's the kind of stuff where people can say, oh, I like Mike. You know, he seems like a good guy. He loves bass fishing. So, of course, how can he not be a good guy, right? Right? Getting to know your team and getting to know their likes and dislikes and, and their responsibilities outside of work these are all things that help build a connection. They help build a mutual respect. They help build trust within the team. This is not crossing the lines and trying to get into, you know, 
their dirty secrets and sharing your uh, marriage, marital problems. And, you know, while your kids don't listen to you anymore. And we don't want to get that deep, in my opinion, because we want to make sure that there is a professional line that we don't cross. Now, when we talk about being friends, one thing that's jumped out at me uh, for the last little while is what about like on like Facebook or on whatever, Twitter, all the, all the fancies, should you befriend, I'm thinking Facebook specifically, but should you befriend your team, your staff members? In my opinion, that is absolutely a no-go because you are setting a tone and kind of encroaching on their personal lives that maybe they're not ready to share with you. If you, if they friend you, that can also be a no-go for me because you're muddying the water. Again, like I just said, you want your staff to know you, you want to know your staff, but you want to have limits on what is getting shared. So if you are sharing your kid's birthday on Facebook, that's great. If you're sharing a political view, that might not be so great. So we want to make sure that we have the boundaries set. This is not to say that you're better than anyone or that you know your staff is below you and not in, they can't be in your circle. That's rather foolish and, and short-sighted. It's to help everybody know the line and not muddy the water. You want to be sure that you're able to stay professional and not personal. You want to be able to do the job you are hired to do, to be fair to everyone. But what happens if you've been promoted and you have friends? This happened to me where I worked for 15 years in a position and then I was the boss, the supervisor of people I would go for morning coffees with, of people that would see me maybe not doing the best job. I know it's not the best look for me, but listen, we are who we are. So what do you do if you're in that position? My take on it is very, I have a firm stance in this. My real friends, I don't have to worry about. Because they know that I have a job to do. They respect that I have a job to do. And they will not make my job harder. They will do the best they can to help me succeed because they're genuinely my friend. Any personal issues that we would have to discuss always happen after work hours. Everything that happens during work hours is fair across the board. Of course, human nature says you want to help your friends out. You want to maybe give them an easier task. But if you're being the best manager, best leader, if, you're, if that's the goal, you have to make sure that you're fair. You don't have to treat everybody identically, but you want to treat them equally. Those people that I would say were not great friends. They were work acquaintances. They were the ones who had the most difficult time because they were the ones who wanted to call in favors. Oh, Mike, I, you know, can you get so-and-so to do that? 
as a leader, as a manager, you need to have your own code. For me, I couldn't do those favors. Because to me, that's muddying the water. That's allowing people to say that Mike shows favoritism. So I had a more difficult time with acquaintances than I did my real friends. Again, my real friends, my ride or die, as they say, those were the people that I could count on to make sure I succeed. My acquaintances, they had a more difficult time in accepting me because they thought that when I won the promotion, that they also won. And I believe they did, but just not in the way they thought. They thought they were getting handouts and easy, you know, easy tasks where I was firm in my belief that everybody would be treated as fairly as I could leaving room for some human error. But that's the thing that you need to consider when you're getting promoted is that not everybody's your friend. And hindsight, you know, 2020, I look back and to this day, out of 150 employees, I talked to four, maybe five on what I would say a regular basis, which is maybe once or twice a month. Everybody else I have not had any discussions with. Now let's circle this back to Facebook. When I got promoted, did I delete everybody from Facebook? No, that's, you know, not what I did, but I did limit what I shared during that period of time. I did limit who could see what I posted because I didn't want to make it awkward and be like, well, I'm a boss now, so I don't need you in my circle. That's kind of a dick move, but I did have to pay attention. Again, you want to always be friendly with your team but you need to understand your friends are different than your employees and if you happen to get promoted your friends need to know where you stand it to me what worked best is I had a discussion with my the people that I believed were my friends the people that I knew their families and I hung out with them outside of work I had discussions saying listen this is how I see it going what do you see and when you're open and you have that line of communication that is where you establish boundaries, you establish expectations, and you understand what your friend's expectations are of you, and maybe you have to help course, uh, course correct them, that's the opportunity. So in summary, can you be friends with your team? I would err on less than. I would absolutely say you need to you must you should strive to be as friendly as possible but always keep in mind there is a line and this goes to staff christmas parties or staff outings can you go and have a beverage a little beer a coffee of course without question but don't get to that point where you're going out for drinks all the time, you're getting hammered, you're acting a fool, you have opportunities for people to record you doing less than ideal things. You just have to set your own boundaries and work within that. So I hope this helped you with the long, lifelong question of can bosses and staff be friends? Friendly, 100%. Use that as your, your guide. Friendly.
Until next time, friends.